We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 8.07. You are listening to Steel Talking About. I ain't Geraldine Steel. I'm Shaletta Brundage, host of the Shaletta Show, right here on Saturdays from 11 to 2. Uh, but you know what? I won't be here tonight until 11 p.m. hanging out with Jonathan. I am in the basement studios in Cottage Grove. Jonathan is at the WCCO Radio, the historic building in downtown Minneapolis in those hollowed halls, making sure the guests get in and out courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And let me tell you something. If you did not listen to the Good Neighbor Station on Monday, when we broadcast the Martin Luther King annual holiday breakfast live on the radio, there is a link on our website at WCCORadio.com where you can go and hear it. And what you hear are kids performing, young people singing, tributes to Dr. King's legacy and the future, not just of our country, but of our town, of our cities, of our state. Um, General Mills um, puts this on in collaboration with the United Negro College Fund, raising money to send Twin Cities kiddos to college who could not otherwise afford uh, the cost of post-secondary education. And the guest speaker this year was Valerie Jarrett, um, CEO of the Obama Foundation, uh, former uh, White House senior advisor, and she was amazing. I have to tell y'all, I was in there doing some networking, meeting some people, seeing some folks I haven't seen in a while. Because y'all know when COVID happened, I, I doubled down. I did not go out of the house. I bubble wrapped my kids. We had the groceries delivered. I didn't go anywhere. So I'm like the puppy who has a new home. I was just running around in circles, um, wagging my tail. Because this is the first one of the first times I've been out in community. Um, and definitely the first time that I've been at the MLK breakfast because, again, it's been virtual for the past two years. And so I, they said, Shalita, sit down. And I said, well, well, I'm talking to people. And they said, Shalita, sit down because there's a kid. The kids are coming. The marching band's coming. They've got a marching band this year. They're going to come right down the middle aisle, which is where I was. And so it was so late. I looked up, and the marching band was coming. I mean, they were coming straight at me, and I didn't want to get run over. And I didn't want to be in the way of these kids. So I got down literally on all fours and I crawl over to the side of the stage because I didn't want to be in the way. 
So I'm crawling, kind of just like the army crawl over to the side of the stage. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, where can I go to, you know, run over to the side of the room so that I won't be in the way. And, and I'm down, but I want to see, but I want to get out of the way. And I look up and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm down at the feet of Valerie Jerry. <laughs> She's got on snow white boots. She's got on a snow white pantsuit. And it was just so shocking that I jumped up and I was like, oh my God, it's you, you're here. It's, you're Valerie Jarrett. And so I immediately started crying. Uh, don't ask me why I'm crying. I'm 50. I'm on hormone medication. My thyroids are acting up. And it's Valerie Jarrett and it's MLK. And I haven't been out of the house in two years. There's a lot of things going on, okay? So I started crying. And I cried on her pantsuit. Okay, I don't know if she's going to be able to get this lipstick and makeup and tears and snot off. But I did. I cried on a pantsuit. And then um, I, I raised my head up, wet face. And I said, I promise I'm not a stalker. And she said, it's okay. No, 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 you're fine. And security was like right this way. Um, and so I, I was on the side of the room trying to figure out how am I going to get back over there to her to redeem myself. You know, because I, 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 um, you know, I pretty much made fool out of myself. And I wanted to just get to her with my face cleaned up to let her know that I was going to be, um, I, I'm, I'm not um, I'm not a stalker and I'm not as crazy as I play on the radio. And so I saw my coworker, Jessica Brent, and I said, Jessica, I got a plan, okay? After the MLK breakfast, I want you to help me break in Valerie Jerry's dressing room. And I want you to help me introduce myself and vouch for me that I'm not crazy. And you know what Jessica said? She said, girl, let's go. And she is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Girl, you know what? You are ride or die, and I love that about you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Shaletta, that was the best morning. We had such a good time. <laughs> girl, was that so much fun? So you got to tell people. So we get backstage because we pretended like we were helping Joe Jonkers. But we were not helping Joe Jonkers. So we well, get backstage. Well, we need to back this up. I had to come and find you. I had no yes, idea you where you were because you're networking all over. Oh, you're doing oh. your thing. I've got your coat. And I'm like, where is this woman? And then I see a sea of people surrounding someone who I think, wow. I mean, that's, that's you know, maybe Valerie right there. It was you. Get me. All these people. <laughs> you're... <laughs> I've got your coat and I wait my turn to speak with you. And I said, well, Shaletta, what, what's your plan? Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to go take some photos? <laughs> do we have people we need to see and talk to? I'm here for you. What can I do for you? You were so, so kind. And when you said, what can I do for you, girl? You meant that. Cause we got backstage and we saw, uh, the note on the door and it said um, speaker and I was like Jessica that is her dressing room and I don't know who the woman is but she was like you guys look like y'all about to do something fun I won't in because we were just <laughs> 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 we were playing we were like oh we're gonna get back there and we, we were strategizing and that lady passed by us I don't know who she was I think she said she was like the production assistant she was a director for the event you know working the cameras she, and making sure 
she was in the right place at the right time because we definitely needed to capture this moment. Although it is a little bit incriminating, I will say that. It, it is. And we had the attorney general in the room, so we really didn't give a damn about the law uh, at the time. We were just really having fun. Okay, so wait a minute. You got to hold up. Jonathan's going to play some commercials. When we come back, we're going to have to tell him how we got in Valerie Jeer's dressing room and whether or not we ever met her face to face the answer to that cliffhanger question is coming up we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, so everybody got up. They were clapping. Valerie Jarrett was done speaking. And Jessica and I were backstage. Because we were going to break in her dressing room so that I could prove to her that I wasn't crazy. Is that the craziest thing you ever heard, Jessica? I'm going to break in the woman's dressing room to prove to her that I'm not crazy. It doesn't even sound like it makes sense. But at the time, I was emotional and it made perfect sense to me. (laughs) Well, and let's just be clear. You did not at first say, oh, let's break in. I thought we were going to hang out. See if maybe she comes out of her dressing room. You can redeem yourself. I didn't know about the floor. Oh, you didn't know the incident. Oh, you. Oh, oh, yeah. I probably, I probably didn't share that with you. Yeah, because you probably would have said no. Because I was like, let's go back here. See, I was, I was kind of being. I was, I was giving you information on a need to know basis, like my mom used to tell me. I was like, mom, why you didn't tell me that when I was a kid? I was real nosy. She was like, I'm giving you information on a need to know basis. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it was. But here's when I knew it was going down. Hmm, you look happened? at me and say, "Go see where security is." I peed on myself. I go, "Why? Why do I need to see where security is? What are you going to do?" <laughs> So I go look, and I'm trying to be brave, and I'm thinking, Shaletta, I am a white girl from downtown Lakeville, grew up next to the Ben Franklin. I am not hood. I do not know how to be a lookout. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, girl, I'm going to tell you, you did a damn good job. 
Girl, you Thank did you. a good job because you went and you found security and you were like, they're over there. I was like, okay, now here's the plan. There's her room. She could or could not be in there. If she's in there, we got to go in and explain to her that I'm not crazy. I need you to vouch for me. And, you know, I think that is just in the spirit of Dr. King. Dr. King marched so the white women and black women could break into buildings together because we did that. That's what allyship looks like. When you are willing to break in a building with the attorney general of the state of Minnesota just within earshot uh, with your black girlfriend. That's 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 called unity, baby. That's what unity is all about. <laughs> it was something, I'll tell you that. But I think the only reason you grabbed me is because I had a blazer on and yes. a badge. <laughs> yes, you looked very official. You looked that, very, that didn't very didn't mean official. anything. <laughs> you looked very official. It got us backstage. It got us back to the back. And Joe Junkers quickly disappeared on us because he knew there was some foolishness about to go down. And so when we looked for Joe Junkers, girl, he was gone. I was like, what happened to Joe? Because I was going to use Joe. I was like, listen, my my initial plan was to use Joe Junkers and have him, um, you know, get us back there. And we were going to pretend like we were doing some stuff because he had all the equipment. Anytime you got equipment, you look official, you know. And so since he had all that equipment, right, he had all that equipment. Man, I figured we would use him and his equipment. But, girl, he got the hell up out of there because he knew it was some foolishness going down. But we got brave. We located security. We got brave. And uh, we ran. It, it, I mean, we snuck into the room. Girl, we were, t- we were like tiptoe burglars. We snuck into the room. But when we got in there, she was gone. Thank goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> And you know, it's we so did funny. not have a plan for what we, we had were no say plan. No, we did not. We did not. This was not very uh, well thought out. This was um, unorganized crime. This was not organized crime at all. This was very <laughs> unorganized crime. Because had we got in there, we probably would have scared the bejesus out of her. Um, she probably would have started screaming because, girl, we bust in the door. And it's so funny because when I look back at the video, you had this look of complete relief on your face. You grabbed your chest like, oh, my God, she's not here. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Girl, you, you were just like breathing hard. Cause... <laughs> I was trying to think what I was going to say to her. <laughs> how I could not for the life of me think about how I was going to make you not look crazy in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I, you know, at that point, we were so close. I, I didn't really, you know, care at that point. I, I thought, you know, surely I'm going to see her. Uh, we're going to get back here. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have an amazing, we're going to be girlfriends. We're going to sleep over. I had already picked in my head. I had already picked our pajamas out. But, but when we got in there, she was gone. And so I was devastated. You were relieved, but she left some treats behind. So we got like a coffee cup and some food. <laughs> it was really high end back there. Was, Flowers. Was, yes. You know, really nice, beautiful fruit and mm-hmm. great. Fancy cheeses. Please don't right forget about the Yes, please don't forget. Girl, I put the cheese in my pocket. I put grapes in my pocket. They had the fancy Bigelow tea bags. I put that in my pocket. And then she had the cup in there, and it had a lipstick on it. So I took that. Um, and then there's a fork she used to eat. I took that as well. So I've not washed the fork or the cup. I'm sure there's all 
kinds of bacteria growing on that stuff. But I have told my children, do not. When you are putting stuff in the dishwasher, do not. This is mommy's special cup. It's dirty, mommy. Don't, don't mommy, don't. I don't want mommy kids. No, don't wash mommy's cup. Don't, don't, don't do that. So I still have the cup. I still have the fork. But this is the thing. So y'all know me. I was posting about it in real time. I was like, okay, I'm going to uh, post about this to, uh, because I want people to see that we are back here breaking into Valerie Jerry's dressing room and having fun. He, he, he. So everybody was on Facebook laughing except for my son's middle school teacher. Now, Uh-oh. I don't know if you, if I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I told you this. This is all happening in real time. So we were moving fast and breaking laws. But my son's middle school teacher, Miss Charlene Wilcox, her niece, Courtney, was one of the organizers of this year's event. She oh told Courtney, please go and find Miss Brundage, Andrew's mother, because I don't want him going to foster care, and get her in to see Miss Valerie Jerry because she done broke in the woman's dressing room. So I don't know if you remember, <laughs> we had come out, you were relieved, yes. I was dejected, and a woman just walked up to us out of nowhere and said, Here's a VIP pass, Miss Jared's dining room one on one D. Do you remember that? We would we were not I even do. we thought we thought she was gone. She came out of nowhere. I didn't find this out until later that Miss Wilcox called her niece and was like, Go and find Andrew's mama. She is going to jail. Give her is Miss Jared still there? <laughs> because remember the people backstage had told us that Miss Jared was gone. They were like, Oh, she left right after the event. She's gone. Yeah, she's not here anymore. And that's when we started stealing the stuff because we knew she wasn't coming back. Um, but she was in the VIP, so that's when we got tickets. That's how we got those VIP passes. One of my son's teachers yeah, because did not want. They were definitely. We were not on the list. We were not on the list no. for that room. So, and we didn't know we anything really about that. We had to go ask somebody ticket. where. What? Remember, we had to go ask somebody where the room was because we were we were getting ready to talk to none above. We were in line to talk to the to the family band, um, to 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 tell them they did a good job and to congratulate they them and good. their parents. They were amazing and out of nowhere. And the woman did not even stay to talk to us. Do you remember that? She just tapped us on the shoulder and said, "Miss Jared is room one hundred and one D. Here's a here's here's a ticket. You can go. Uh, this is a VIP." Pass, you can go take pictures with her. And we were well, like, it was uh... like, she didn't want anyone to know. She <laughs> snuck it under the table because we were definitely not on that list. <laughs> Okay, now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I was supposed to only hold you for two segments, but we're going to move against back because this story is too juicy. It needs three parts. When we come back, Jessica and I going to tell you what happened when we finally met Miss Valerie Jared, right here on Steel Talking. You should have seen us slipping and sliding around the Minneapolis Convention Center in our heels, clicking them and jumping up and down and high-fiving because we felt like we had won the showcase showdown on The Price is Right. Jessica Brent is here, uh, my brand-new best girlfriend, because I know that she is ride or die. Uh, we were just fresh off of breaking into Valerie Jarrett's dressing room after the MLK uh, holiday breakfast at the convention center when uh, some mysterious woman tapped us on the shoulder and gave us VIP passes 
to a secure location where Miss Jared was so that we could uh, say hi and take pictures. So, Jessica, we get in there, and there she stands in her white pantsuit. She's at the front of the room. There's a line of, of VIP guests that we are not supposed to be in. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> well, she's the type of woman that has a presence where you just want to straighten up, make sure that you look okay, not screwing around, add attention. <laughs> well, that is not what we did. <laughs> we, we came in, we're excited. People are looking at us. And Girl, we were high-fiving. <laughs> we were high five and like, yeah, girl, we did it. We're here. She's there. We gotta get girl. We were like trying to fix our clothes and get... <laughs> I mean, we were falling apart. We had we heels were. on running up the stairs backstage, breaking doors down, and then yeah. we're in the presence of Valerie Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was pretty fun. It was pretty funny. It was scary. Um and, and then there she stood. And and at that point, girl, I had I, I felt like I needed to strategize. So I get out my phone and I say, oh Okay, she knows Michelle Obama. She knows Oprah. I need to show her that Oprah and Michelle Obama have both shouted me out on Twitter. So I find the old tweets. Uh, and I put them in my phone so I've got easy access to them. And I wanted to show her that even though I am the crazy lady, that they actually uh, have, uh, 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 you know, recognized me on Twitter. So that means that I'm not completely crazy because otherwise they wouldn't have uh, shouted me out on Twitter. So I was trying to get it together and I got up there and, and I was showing them my stuff, girl. And you just jump right on in and start taking pictures. I was just, I was like, oh my God, just this Jessica girl is awesome. Well, you were up there for so long, Shaletta. I had the opportunity to take quite a few. You know, you're showing her pictures of you and Michelle. You're showing her pictures. She's probably thinking, are you stalking all of these women or what? Girl, I know. And then I'm thinking, okay, we told her. We showed her the pictures. Let's go, Shaletta. And then I'm thinking, are you showing her your kids? Like, are you you showing her her life story? (laughs) She was so gracious and what an amazing woman. She was. And it's so funny because after I was done, they looked at you and was like, okay, you got three minutes. I don't know what your friend was up there doing, but she got to go. Y'all are taking up like all of the time. She's Time's up. Time's up. Time is up. But we got pictures. The folks uh, at the VIP, I don't even know who they were, girl. Somebody sent me some pictures. And so I don't know. Did you get it? I put a picture in a frame and sent it to you. Did you get it? Shaletta, I got it. And it was the funniest thing. Shaletta, (laughs) send me a picture of her and I breaking into the dressing room. I look terrible. I'd been up since five in the morning, sweating, my heels on. Oh my god! And you framed it. I did. I and wanted I put to make it in my sure office. Yes, <laughs> right on my credenza. Girl, so people can pass by and be like, "What are you? Are you breaking in? Why are you break? Whose room is that? Why are you breaking in that? 
room. What? So that's that's something that you could be telling people, girl. Yeah, I only break in uh, spaces where there's celebrities. I'm just breaking any old place. Uh, you have to be a top tier uh, political celebrity for me to break in your dressing room. I don't just break in anybody's dressing room. <laughs> you know how people in their offices they'll have a picture with, you know, a, a president or a, a you know a local celebrity or something all these nice framed pictures in their yes. office i have a picture committing a crime with the letter bandage <laughs> oh my god that makes you so special girl i tell you that was girl how do you how do you how do you finish the rest of the week you know that girl monday was just like way up and at the top of mount everest for me i had such an amazing time with you girl i was telling all my friends i was like god sent me this angel this white lady i never met her she's a co-worker and but she became my bff and we almost went to jail together let me tell you how this happened and now looking at me like i'm so glad she was there because if i was with you i've been knowing you for 20 years i wouldn't have done that because i know you see she didn't know you she thought she had good sense she probably thought you were just joking around he 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 and she's hanging out with you she didn't know you will get her sent to jail i was like yeah that was the best part but she's ride or die because she can't ride along with me so girl i had a blast now did you tell anybody from lakeville how much fun you had what did your lakeville friends say about you breaking in to uh the the, the former senior white house advisors uh, dressing room at the minneapolis convention center well i feel like we're famous i mean you you <laughs> tagged me in about 15 social media posts <laughs> You know, and I'm not a big sharer on Facebook, but I felt like I really needed to re-engage and connect with people. And I mean, she come, she laughed, she laughed she at our did. video. I just feel like she I'm, did. I need to be back in the world of social media. I mean, I'm girl famous with you. Yes, this social media is a game changer, girl. I am telling you, that's why it's so important for Elon Musk not to blow up Twitter because this social media is connecting people in ways that we never experienced before. Because, you know, we got this video and we put it on social media and all our friends are laughing about it. And the next thing you know, I wake up Tuesday morning, Valerie Jarrett is landed in Chicago after being at the Martin Luther King breakfast, and she gave us three laughing emojis, which means she laughed, she bent over, and then she cried. That's what, that's what I'm guessing, three emojis. You know, because if one emoji is ha-ha, uh, two emojis is oh my God, laughing, bending over. Three emojis for me means I'm laughing and crying. That's, that's, to me, that's what three laughing emojis mean. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she was doubled over. She was. She had to Hilarious. be. And I'm, I'm thinking. This is just me thinking. This is, this is, this is the prayer. The prayer is that uh, Valerie Jarrett, Oprah, and Michelle Obama will be um, at a bar somewhere, and they will all be talking about that time they went to Minneapolis and sharing Shaletta stories because it's absolutely possible. Like I stalked Oprah outside of her hotel room. I stalked Michelle Obama when she came to the end. And then I broke into Valerie Jarrett's dressing room. So I'm making progress. I'm getting better at this thing. You know, because when I stalked Oprah, I was at the wrong hotel. Okay. Um, and because Michelle Obama's a former first lady, security wouldn't even let me anywhere near her. So I'm getting better and better at this thing, Jessica. I'm actually pretty proud of myself right now. I mean, it was pretty swift. We were almost like a SWAT team up those stairs, down the hall. Oh, girl, I had 
had so much fun with you then. I have fun with you tonight. Thank you so much for being on Still Talking and hanging out with me. You are my new favorite coworker. Be sure to share that with uh, Chad Carter, uh, Chad uh, Chad Hartman, and Adam Carter. I'm sure they will be jealous because before you came along, they were my favorite coworkers. Um, but now you have taken oh. the title because they would have never, wow. ever ever broken into Valerie Jarrett's dressing room with me. They would have oh, talked no. me out of it and she would have never given me three laughing emojis and I wouldn't have this viral video. Well, I am honored to be your new favorite coworker. I'm going to make sure they know that. Please, ma'am, please. And you have a great night and an amazing week. We love you, girl. You too, Shaletta. You are riot, and I had such a great time with you, and I will be your accomplice and ally any day. <laughs> I know that's right, girlfriend. And y'all stick around. We'll be right back. It is 845. You are listening to News Talk 830-WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's still talking, but Gerald still is still not here. It's me, Shaletta Brundage. I am filling in tonight for my good friend. I'm at uh, the basement studios in Cottage Grove, Minnesota, while my kids are allegedly um, going to bed. Jonathan is in Minneapolis, and Al Shock is bringing us all the news um, at the top of the hour. Jonathan, I had so much fun with Jessica at the MLK breakfast, breaking into Valerie Jerry's dressing room now. I have known Jessica probably 17 minutes um, when that incident happened. Jonathan, I have known you 17 years, okay? Would you have done something like that for me? I mean, I need to, I need to from now on base my uh, friendships on whether or not you're willing to be charged with breaking and entering. Um, so, so I just need to find out Jessica only knew me 17 minutes before she was willing to go to jail with me. You and I have known each other a lot longer than that. Would you, if I had said, we were sitting next to each other at the MLK, and I had said, Jonathan, can we please go back and see if we can't get in Miss Valerie's dressing room? I need to let her know I'm not crazy because I cried on so, pants. So, so I heard in the interview that during the story that you were looking for Joe Jonkis and you couldn't find him anywhere, correct? Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. I'm going to do what that man. dude is doing. <laughs> I will not be in the room. I will not be in the building. I will not be on the block. I will not be in town. Oh, you, my God. I will be the flash. You'll see me a streak of lightning as I am out of town. Let me tell you something, and that's exactly what happened. We have me, him, and her. We all took a picture together, right? And I was like, Joe, we're going to go backstage. We want to meet Miss Valerie Jerry. And he just looked at me because he knows me. He said, you know what? I got to go put this equipment up. I'll be right back. And I was like, okay, all right. But, you know, we need you to get backstage because they're going to be looking at us crazy. He was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh, I'll be back. And Joe Jonkers never came back. He never came back. So we just, we just, you know, we went for broke. We just, you know, did what, you know, people do in desperate times. That's time. why desperate Joe Jonkis is, is one of the heroes of the history of WCCO. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Joe got the hell up out of there and did not come back. It was absolutely hilarious. You should see. Jonathan, I got pictures of him. He just sweating. 
He like, whatever I do, I got to get away from Shaletta because I know Shaletta and she's up to some foolishness. And poor Miss Jessica, she doesn't know Shaletta. She thinks she looks like a really cool lady. And she is. I'm not saying she's not. But uh, she's about to commit a crime, maybe even a felony. I don't want to be involved. So, so yeah, so Joe, 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 Joe raised up. So, so Jonathan, you would not have. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, that would be oh, a, okay. a hard no. <laughs> Oh my God. But we had a blast. And she is she was just so sweet and so nice and we had such a good time. Now I got another good time playing. I'm inviting you to on February third. I don't know if you heard about it, but I'm gonna be at the state capitol with about two or three hundred black entrepreneurs. Um I'm hosting Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol February third from ten thirty until one. And, you know, it's a budget year. They're planning what they are going to do with the funds, um, $17 billion with the B. And I thought, well, how much of this money is going to be earmarked for small black businesses? And people are saying, well, what? Well, why, why are you focused on black businesses? Just focus on small businesses. Black businesses have unique challenges um, that no other uh, type of business faces. Um, access to lending, access to capital, and not just financial capital, but social capital. Um, You know, my white counterparts in business, women, they can make a phone call and things get done. I, I I don't know a lot of black women who have that kind of access to social capital. Um, And, and, you know, they're making decisions about this money. So the time is now to make sure our legislators know and understand the African-American business owners um, need their support. You know, and, and it broke my heart when I found out that my friend Dana Smith, who opened Mini Row Market in Hopkins during the pandemic, after George Floyd died, the only African-American woman-owned grocery store in the state, in the state of Minnesota, opened that up and and it was amazing and and she had the everybody doing stories on her and and they'll look up and she had to close she couldn't sustain her business and it wasn't just that she closed her grocery store in Hopkins but it was a community gathering place she had three employees they no longer had jobs she put her life and her life savings into this dream and had no support. Um, and, and it just broke my heart that she stepped out on faith and couldn't sustain it. It's about access and information. And a lot of times for black business owners, we are not at the Capitol. We do not get to speak at the committee hearings. We do not know about funding opportunities um, and and supports, resources, infrastructure that are available for business owners until we read about it in the paper. And, And so I've been studying Nellie Stone Johnson, great Minnesotan. And she had a quote. After I read it, I knew I had to do something. She said, politics drives 
everything. And so I got the idea to have the Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol. Um, invite these black business owners down on February 3rd and invite the legislators, Democrat and Republican, the governor, the lieutenant governor, all parties involved, to hear from black business owners about the unique challenges that they face. Don't just throw some money in a bill and say, this is earmarked for black business owners. Talk to us and find out what we need. Listen to our concerns. Hear from Dana about her what's next, about her what happened, about how her business could have been saved if she had the access that she needed. And so we are going to descend on the Capitol in great number. We're leading with light and love. This is not a protest or a rally. This is a listening session. You know, the one thing I always say on the Shaletta Show is change begins with the conversation. And that conversation, and a lot of those conversations are going to take place on February 3rd. And they're not all going to be, uh, you know, a, a, a warm and fuzzy. Because there's nothing um, funny about losing your business, losing your livelihood, telling your husband and children that, you know, the, the sacrifices that you made to open your grocery store, your dream, all the money and time that you've invested, the sacrifices you made, it's up in smoke. And so so Dana's going to be sharing her story. So it's Anissa Keys who um, rehabbed the building in North Minneapolis and opened it up to provide discounted office space for small business owners who want brick-and-mortar offices but don't have the money to pay for it. If she can find a way to help small black business owners, surely our government can as well. It's not their tax dollars. That $17 billion they got, that's, that does not belong to them. That money belongs to the people. But this is the thing. I, you know, I, and, and I'm talking to the business owners, and they're like, you know, I just, I'm, I don't want to get political. I don't want to put my politics into my business. You better. You had better put your politics into your business. And I'm not talking about letting me know who you vote for or putting a Trump sticker in your window or a let's go Brandon flag hanging from uh, the roof of your barbershop. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting involved in government, getting involved in the process of politics. Because I realized there are no eyes and ears, no advocates or no lobbyists for small black business owners. So we don't even know what's coming down the pipe. We don't even know what's coming up, what committee hearings, what they're voting on, who, who, you know, what, what major deals the finance committee is working on. That's all going to change. And, and so I was praying as I was putting this together because I did not want it to be ceremonial. I did not want to go down and, and shine a spotlight on this problem and go home and the problem still be there. So I've been working with Brian McDaniel at Hilden Advocacy and Law. And he is making sure that we have an amazing group of legislators who will meet one-on-one -on -one that Friday morning with small business owners and listen to their concerns. And then we're going to have lunch together. We're going to have some high V-box lunches down in the vault, and we're going to listen, and we're going to lunch. But then also Brian is going to help me find 
a lobbyist, an advocate who will be the eyes and ears of small black business owners at the Capitol. You know, everybody's saying it's time to level up. It's time to do something new and different for 2023. You know, that means partnerships with people that you never met, people that you may have just passed in the hall. You know, this guy, Brian, I know him from a can of paint. But I know he knows politics. I know he's been around. I know he's a man of character and integrity. He's an amazing dad who takes care of his daughter, and she's always smiling. So if your teenage daughter wants to hang out with you, you must be all right. So Brian and I have been joined at the hip. He has been keeping me informed and educating me. I got a stack of stuff to study because I do not want to bust up in this capital uninformed. If I'm going to be leading two to 300 small black business owners, I want to know what the hell I'm talking about. Brian's going to join me in the 10 o'clock hour. We've got center stage coming up. It's still talking. Y'all don't go nowhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 